Hello, hello again, and welcome to the Late Afternoon Show. I'm your host, Tim Olari. Thank you so much for listening in. If you like today's episode or you want to check out previous episodes or you just want to be part of the Meaningful Work community, please check us out at MrMeaningfulWork.com. MrMeaningfulWork.com. You'll see a lot of great stuff that's going on in that community. Today, we are talking to an entrepreneur at heart, John D. Saunders has four businesses in his portfolio and a client list that includes folks like Audi and Amazon. I mean, really a value add this guy has been to to the community. So we have a lot of fun on this show. If you like the show, please let us know in the comments and we will be seeing you. John D. Saunders in the house. Let's, hey, 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 hey. hey. What's going on, Tim? What's happening, man? I'm feeling these vibes right now, man. I'm really Bro, you're a whole vibe. <laughs> I, remember, I remember when I was in college, I wanted to look cool and look smart, so I went to Sally's Beautiful Beauty Supply and I got myself some of those, not those glasses. Um, just so I can look like you do right now. Um, so you are everything. That yeah, man, I take these off. It's a wrap. I'll probably look. I'll, I'll be facing this way, talking to oh, No, we need to see. We need to see that. Folks thought I was so smart. Um, <laughs> I fooled them. I fooled them. John, man, thank you so much for joining us tonight. How you doing, man? Tim, Tim, I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate it, man. I love the. I, I see you got some bars, man. Drop some jokes in the beginning. I'm, I'm like, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I wish I could take credit for it. I have, you know, what this whole thing. I've been learning about what it takes to put on a show, and I got a phenomenal team, folks that you know help write, folks that look at stuff that's going on. I got folks that help with graphics. Um, so shout out to my team for really putting that stuff together. Now it's just for me to deliver it, right? I, I used to really, I mean, I always love, you know, watching comedians and you think that stuff is easy until you got to do it, right? You like delivery, the timing, you know, and not having anybody there to laugh. That's at hard, man. That's hard. You know, to <laughs> make people laugh consistently back to back is... Bro, <laughs> yeah. Okay, if I bomb, nobody else was laughing, so I know that it was it was it was just me. Um, but dude, I would. This is how we get our folks introduced. You yeah, know, entrepreneur. Um, you know all about pitching yourself. So I want you to imagine that we are out and about. We're in this building, and you see this guy's like, oh, look at this dude. He got a nice little suit. Got a nice little flower on his thing. You know, he might be some money. Let me pitch this guy real quick. So if you were going to pitch me and we're in the elevator going from floor one to floor two, tell us about who you are and, and what you're about, man. All right. So uh, essentially, I am a digital web designer. So I take ideas, thoughts, processes, things that the market needs, and I help create digital products. So I work primarily with startups, including my own. And I help other companies and other businesses develop their ideas and make it into something tangible via a website. Nice, nice. So you take stuff that's existing, processes and things that are existing, and you make it digital. You help the businesses, you help the startups um, to really maximize and leverage that platform. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. And so how many times have you done this? Because I read your bio and it's like, <laughs> yo, you've been doing this. Like, yeah. you found success at least two, three, four, five times, man. How long have you been doing this? Yeah, so I've been in I've been in the game man uh, 12 years now, I'd say. 
You know, I started as a guy that just wanted to kind of get and become a copywriter. So I wanted to write. I loved to write as a kid and I wanted to become a copywriter. But then I essentially started building out these websites in WordPress. Most of you know WordPress. Yeah. And it was crazy because I was having these ideas and I was having these thoughts and I was able to make them something tangible via a website. One of those being my mom's uh, website for tutoring. So we created a website for, for tutoring, handing out some flyers and people started to go on the site, fill out the form. And it was an epiphany, man. It was like, I had this idea and I was able to make it something tangible. I want to take this and run with it. And that's pretty much where I started, man. And I ended up getting a job at an agency uh, after doing two internships. Oops, just not by lighting out. After doing two internships yeah. and it was just insane, man. It's been it's been a wild ride since I started. So man, so so tell us a little bit about for folks that have not looked at your LinkedIn profile or looked at your website, um, which we will post. So once we get this live done, I'll post some of um, you know, where to find John uh, D. Saunders. But tell us a little bit about your your successes to date um, and where you see you and your company uh, in the next five years or maybe even the next, you know, let's say 2030. Um, what have you been able to succeed to date and what do you see yourself over the next few years? Definitely. So so for me, I have a web design agency. So I'm the founder of Five Four Digital and I started this six years ago. And it was a completely remote agency. So folks were like, oh, you know, you need an office, you need space, you need to have all these different things. And my thought process was I want to launch this agency and I want to be able to build a remote team so I can leverage the best people in the world that aren't necessarily in my zip code. Yeah. And so I started to create the processes and, and delegate and work with my team to develop our process for building our websites. And the great thing about that is while building that ecosystem and kind of developing my team, I was able to have my own ideas and kind of run those ideas through the agency. So I treat my ideas almost as if they're like a web design client. Mm -hmm. So with 5.4 Digital, that's the catalyst. That's the conduit for everything that's powering the machine, right? We're a team of, we're a small team, six of us all working remotely here and abroad. And we're able to create this process, I'm able to delegate it, and then I'm able to have these ideas that I can build on. So one of those first ones was called blackwallet.org, which is the financial literacy blog. And that started because I was reading on websites like NerdWallet and Penny Hoarder, and being this young guy, you know, 19, bad credit, in college, swiping my credit card, like, oh, this is it, this is the one, I need to buy this. And you're not realizing that, oh, this APR is 24%, or you're gonna have this issue later, oh, you need good credit to buy the house. Like, no one, we're not taught these fundamentals no. in, in school, right? Mm -hmm. And so I thought of, okay, well, why don't I just launch a financial literacy blog that talks to my community? And that's what we did. So we launched blackwallet.org about two and a half years ago. Ended up getting about 20 to 30,000 hit, hits per month. We have a bestseller on Amazon last year. And what I tried to do is frame that content around um, our community. And so it, it really worked out well. And that's when I had the epiphany of like, I can build these things out for clients but then I can have my own ideas and I can, as long as I have these systems running and doing well and being able to scale my efforts, I can essentially get all my ideas out there um, to the masses. And so uh, the next one was, <laughs> I'd say the biggest one today is probably blackillustrations.com, which I launched in March. And essentially what happened was we were building out these websites and we we're just trying to find more diverse illustrations featuring people of color, you know, black people, just more diverse illustrations. And it was hard to find. 
So I was like, you know what? Bet we're gonna create it ourselves. <laughs> so we prototyped it out, designed it out, laid it out. I, I went to the community and I said, hey, what type of illustrations are you looking for? What type of images do you need? And with that list, we went ahead and created it. And man, it just it, it hit the ground running. We launched in March, and today we have about sixty thousand downloads of our different illustrations. We've had about six hundred thousand visitors on the website. And it's just, it's turned into a full-fledged business, man. So it's been, it's been a wild ride so far. Man. And, and the things that I'm hearing, and shout out to Julia for jumping on. Nisha, it's always good to see you. What is up? Um, Josh, you my boy. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. If you're joining us live, give us a thumbs up. If you're joining us in the late uh, stream, like watching it later, put a heart emoji in there so we can see where we're, uh, where we're connecting with folks. Um, what I'm hearing is that you know you're building processes that you or your community need and so it's like you're making something that you yourself can use or you yourself need um and and you're finding value not only finding value but you're finding customers you're finding success you know in that and you're sticking to that one of the things that i struggle with i think i was talking about early in the show is i sometimes i lack focus right it's like i want to do five or six different things at the same time um, but in talking with folks like you and, you know, folks that we've talked to in previous in previous shows is that if you hone in on the thing that you are good at, right, like you're good at web design, you're good at like identifying these processes, you're good at finding out, hey, what is missing, right, whether it's illustration, um, you know, black illustrations or processes for, um, you know, scaling and, you know, building websites and things like that, and you're able to hone in on that and get really, really good at that success and then anything that you do after that will be based on kind of that initial um focus exactly. uh focus and success so um so before we jump into our game i want to ask you this last question where do you see yourself in the next you know five to ten years where is you and your company where are you and your company going to be for me one of my biggest goals is to to create this this ecosystem of opportunity for young entrepreneurs who might not necessarily know the power of digital web design, code, digital marketing, there's this whole there's this whole world of digital marketing where you can be very successful, you can make really well great money, you can have a lifestyle that's that provides you with the freedom and things that do like things like this. Yeah. And I think there's just a lot of younger kids that don't understand the opportunity here that's possible. So one of my goals is to have an incubator uh, where I have like a warehouse or a building where I can come in, I can teach young entrepreneurs how to really own in and build up their business and then essentially send them on their way to, to be successful. And so with that end goal in mind, all of the businesses and things that I'm running and creating now all lead to that point. So, so essentially creating these processes, like I told you, and being able to automate and, and, and delegate, I'm able to free up more time so I can focus on big picture. Nice. Nice. I like I like how you constantly focus on an ecosystem, right? You're building a community, an ecosystem, as opposed to just a end product. It's like, no, how do we create uh, a system infrastructure, things exactly. you know, folks can network into and build upon? Um, exactly. And and I think that's where you're really going to get a lot of um, sustainable growth. Uh, one of the big things that um a friend of both of ours, Tim Salou, always uh, talks about is the power of community. Like if you lead with community and lead with how do I add value to a greater community, that's where you're really going to start building your brand um, is if you start with community. 
hundred percent. Yeah. Well, guys, we're about to we're joined for anybody that's just joining us. We are on the late afternoon show with John D. Saunders. He what's good, y'all? What's good? You got some folks on here. You got your people. Um, and we have um, serial entrepreneur. He is uh, a digital um, digital marketing websites um, guru. Um, he has done um, a number of things for himself and other agencies. Um, and what we want to do is, you know, in 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 in, uh, in creating websites, you have to be good at right telling a story. I saw your uh, I saw your uh, your Instagram today, where it's like the before and after of a website of hey, this is kind of what they were looking like before, but how do we how do we polish up and make this you know a little bit more aesthetically pleasing? How do we get this story in a way um, you know that makes sense? So it's all about being able to tell a story. So we're gonna play a game that. Um, that is a little bit about telling a story and describing things in a way that folks can get. So we are going to play Taboo. If anybody has never heard of the game Taboo, it is a house favorite of my family. John was saying that it's something that um, him and his family love to play. I know my mom is a beast. Like sometimes I feel like I got to disown my mom when we're playing Taboo because she'd, she'd be getting wild. So we're going to try and play Taboo, guys. Um, what we're going to do is I've already sent John the card um, that has a word he is going to describe. And you in the chat, you are going to type in your answer. He's going to have a word that he has to describe and four words that he cannot say in trying to describe that. Whoever types the answer in first um, in less than a minute, we got some meaningful work swag. We got some swag in it. So we got the Mr. Meaningful Work logo here, that smiley face to let you know about Mr. Meaningful Work. We got Meaningful Mondays. You can throw that magnet on your fridge to remind you that Monday does not have to be a dreary and dull day. Ooh, this light is too much. Let me lower this light real quick. The meaningful Monday uh, magnet. And then if you cannot get, oh, uh, my mom says, watch out, son, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Mom came through. Sorry, ma. Sorry, ma. Uh, and um, if you can't get enough of my face, we got ooh, mama. There goes that man. We got Mister Meaningful <laughs> right there. Uh, you can put on your fridge um, or anything that's metal. We wanted to give you guys something, so we are going to start our music. Um, and I'm going to put my timer for one minute. And All right. ready? Is everybody ready? Everybody ready? We're going to start this and. Hey, Siri, set a timer for one minute. All right. Ready? Let's go. One minute. This guy is three circles, and you you can see him in the cold. His nose is a vegetable, and his eyes are made of cold. Oh. All right. Come on, come on. Let's get those guesses. Okay, so it's three circles. Okay. In the cold. He's got a vegetable for a nose and cold for two eyes. What is it? Let's go. Let's go. What y'all got? What y'all got? Let's go. Let's go, mom. This is your game. Come on, Sherry. Let's go. Come on, y'all. Come on. Oh, see, look at that. We even got Frosty. That's what I'm talking about. Man. Oh man, that's what's up. Julia got it. She was the smoke when it comes to taboo, man. You don't <laughs> Yo, we might have to do another one. <laughs> and the and we did it before the time was over. Um, 
That's what's up, man. You are a great describer. That's how you know you're in the right business, dude. Like, <laughs> you said three circles, and his nose is a vegetable. Like, ah. <laughs> like, this dude, this dude knows what he's talking about. He, yeah, man, you got to do the hard side, man. You got to flip. You got <laughs> to do the hard side. Yeah, it's like the purple side. I don't remember which one's the hard side. I know, I mean- this was this was the entry level one. So shout out to Julia. Thank you, Sharon, for guessing. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank Mom, you. Thank you, Jachi. Um, we're gonna jump into our next line of questioning here, um, which is you know this this year I've been really trying to uh, build some momentum around the idea of meaningful work. Right. So um, I don't claim to know. Uh, what meaningful work is, you know, uh, you know, as an expert or anything like that. But I wanted to be on that journey um, to figuring what that looks like in a professional sense. Um, so I've been inviting, involving folks in my discovery and you know, I'm doing some research and putting some definitions out there and trying to apply it, you know, to real life. But I always like to ask folks, um, you know, that are out here making it happen. And, you know, what does meaningful work mean to you? I think meaningful work is something that provides value to your community, whether that's a social media post or a website or a digital product. It's something that provides value to someone that they can actually take action with their life. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of people create content, but they create content with the idea that, hey, I'm creating this because I want this in return. Instead of saying, hey, this is something that I learned from that I can share that yeah. someone else can be able to use and, and, and take into um, and make an action or do something with. Yeah, that's that's what um, that's what meaningful work is to me. Man. That is, I like that. Did you guys hear that? And I'll be posting um, a summary of our content today, maybe the three uh, key highlights. But I think that's going to make the list meaningful work uh, to John, as he described it, is something that adds value to your community. So you're thinking outside of yourself, you're thinking in that community mindset, but not just adds value, somebody can take action based on it. It's not just a nebulous kind of theoretical idea. It's something that somebody can grab and say, yes, that makes sense. And I can do something now or tomorrow or next week that will add, you know, more value exactly. to my life. So no, I appreciate that, man. That was, no doubt. that was spot on. Um, so the next thing I want to ask you, man, if you, um, you obviously get a chance to work with a lot of businesses, a lot of startups, um, and um, you talked a little bit about uh, mentorship as far as that ecosystem and being able to add value to folks, you know, in in your community. Um, if you could be mentored by anybody, you can be an apprentice to anybody, dead or alive. Who would that person be for you? Um, I'm looking. I'm looking at my library right now to see my favorite books. <laughs> I think I don't. That's a good question, man. I mean, there, there's a few people that come to mind that I probably want to learn from. One, okay, well, I, I can name a few actually. So one is is probably Tim Ferriss. He's the the writer of Four Hour Work Week. Just yep. he's like he's like mastered life work life balance. Tribe of mentors. I got that big old Bible of a book. Exactly. Yeah. yeah well, I, I just saw it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, man, this is this is hard. I probably say. Someone like Jay Z is probably someone on that list, and I know a lot of people probably say that, but man, he's just his business acumen is yeah. is insane. Um, and then the last person would probably be Guy Raz, the host of 
um, how I made this. How I built this, yeah. How I built this, yeah. Just because dude has talked to like, he probably has so many tidbits and tips from all of these people, yeah. like, like the greatest of what they do. So 100%. I probably say, I probably say him is like the third. And man, there's just so many. Um, yeah. Man, I can't even think right now. <laughs> Those are three off the top of my head. No, man. And that is, you know, the fact that we are surrounded by so many, you know, thought leaders and we live in a world. Um, and the reason I ask this question is because I want folks to know that we live in a world where um, folks have access. Right. If you wanted to connect with Tim or Guy or Jay-Z, like there are so many different platforms available to us today that was not available, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. So right. So folks that identify and say, man, Gary V, I love this guy. I want to be mentored by him, you know, through books, through social media, through community, through That's making content, adding value, all of that stuff. You have an opportunity to, you know, to do things. And folks are explicit. Like if you, you know, if you watch Gary or if you watch Guy or things like that, you see the things that they value, right? You see the things that um, resonate with them and you can align. If that's somebody that, hey, I want to vibe with them, you can align your, you know, your content, your interactions and things like that with that value. And and pretty much like mentorship and apprenticeship um, that you wouldn't be able to get, um, you know, in other areas. 100%, 100%, I agree. I always tell people, you know, you can spend 15 bucks and learn from the greatest people in the world by just reading a book. You know, it's squeezing books in there now. <laughs> I just uh, I just got uh, Barack Obama's new book. Yeah. Promise Promise man. So, yeah, that's, that's going yeah. to start that. But yeah, man, I'm yeah. an advocator. And one thing, like, I don't normally lit, I call me old fashioned, maybe it's because I'm going bald or whatever, but I like to read books, like book me books. Too. Me but too. When this came out, Promised Land came out, and it's him actually reading it, I was like, ah, maybe yeah. I might do that audio. I both, man, like David Goggins' book, um, yeah. You Can't Hurt Me was great, but the audio book I heard is really, really great. So I, yeah. I got to go on this audio book wave, too. Yeah, Steve Colbert was throwing, was throwing some shade at uh, Barack Obama saying that his book was too slow because it's the way that he talks. Oh. <laughs> He said it would take you like I put that thing on two X. <laughs> yeah. Um, so last question, last question before we wrap up tonight. Um, if you were to give some advice to your younger self, right? Um, what would you tell your younger self based on what you've learned, you know, today? I would say continue to be patient because social media paints a vivid picture of the highlights of, of people's lives, right? And it can sometimes be discouraging. A lot of people feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm 27, I should be here, or I'm 40, I should have X, Y, Z. And so it almost creates a benchmark. So I, I say definitely focus efforts and just keep going yeah. and focus more so on, on the value that you're bringing to the community as well as the products that you're creating, make sure they're resonating with your, your community. So the second part of that would be always Anytime you have an idea or you have a product or you're looking for market fit, talk to the community and ask what they want. You know what I mean? Because you can't just make guesses. If you're going to guess, at least make an educated guess by talking to your community, getting information, getting feedback, looking at your analytics, yeah. really analyzing everything that you're doing to make sure that it's in line with your ideal consumer. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 makes uh, the patience piece. 
the patience piece definitely resonates. You know, young folks, uh, I'm saying young folks, like I'm super old, but <laughs> me and, the, and the other young folks are super impatient, right? We want things now because we see things now um, and they don't, you know, we don't take um, stock in the value of time. Just let, let, let time do its thing, build the relationships, learn, learn, like fail, right? Like fail, know that that doesn't work and add it to time. You know, there's no rush. Like the only person you're racing is yourself. Like nobody is, you know, racing is like, oh, you have to be a CEO by 25 or you got to be a millionaire by 30 or you got to have X amount of followers by whatever. Like it's not a race. Like you do what you're doing um, and, and, and do it well. Um, and I think that that's definitely a good message for the, for the younger generation. And I'm glad that you are in the mindset of building a community, right? Building an infrastructure, um, focusing on digital, um, because that's kind of where the world is going. But I think you also have that opportunity to share with the young folks, the time that it takes, the patient that it takes, the relationships, um, and those hard knocks that it might take. Um, but they see it from you who is successful, who's out here doing so like it's it's possible it's not like you're waiting for nothing um there is uh there is light at the end of the tunnel exactly and and digital has expedited a lot of that you know what i mean it's not like it was back in the day where you needed all these things to start a business yeah you can start now watch youtube yeah. videos learn as much as you can there's tons of free yeah. resources online and then yeah. test and fail the the, the, yeah. the big thing is with digital the point of entry is very, very inexpensive. You know what I mean? To test an idea, to launch an e-commerce store, to launch a web design business, social media, it's a yeah. low cost of entry. And the worst yeah. thing you can do, I mean, not the worst thing, but if you fail, you know, it just becomes a lesson. So the L's become lessons, you know what I mean? And it's one of those things yeah. that you can take and apply to something new as you grow and develop yeah. your skills. Yeah, 100%, 100%. A lot of upside, a lot of upside, and and, and the risk is minimal uh, compared to what it was what it was in the past. So. Guys, this is the late afternoon show. We are at the bottom of our time. Uh, John D, we want to thank you so much. Um, your you. no package so check the black illustration. Hey, mom and dad checked out your uh, uh, checked out your website on the black illustration. So they're giving you kudos, uh, giving you kudos on that. Um, oh, so, thank you so much. That. <laughs> um, so guys, that. We are so thankful that uh, John spent some time with us. Um, if you have any questions, uh, please um, hit him up, and we will be putting in the post for this live um, his contact information, where you can find him on um, various social, his websites. Um, I'm sure he's open to questions, comments, you know, DMs, and things like that. Um, if you have an additional um, additional things that you want to chat about. Guys, I want to make sure that you guys tune in next week. Um, we got, I'm so, John D was a confirmation that what we got going on at the late afternoon show is something real because we got some dope guests like heavy hitters. John D came on here as a heavy hitter. And we know. <laughs> thank you for having me, Tim. I appreciate it, man. You know, we, we'll have more folks. So, John, thank you. I'm going to put our little vibe out music here. So, um, everybody, that was our show. So check us out next week. Yeah. <laughs> we all, you took the guys. Oh, it's, it's, it's Jay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Line going. All right, guys. Oh, out. Have a good afternoon. Right, Peace.
Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Late Afternoon Show. Hey, if this episode resonated as meaningful for you, please consider subscribing, downloading the episode, liking it, sharing it with somebody that you think would find it valuable. And if you have any thoughts or ideas on people that we can talk to or subjects we can cover, shoot me an email. My email is tim at mrmeaningfulwork.com. Again, that is tim at mrmeaningfulwork.com. Again, thank you so much. And we'll see you on another edition of the Late Afternoon Show.